This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So let's head over to BetMGM Rewards Hotline to talk to our guy Patrick Everson, a Vegas insider, senior reporter there. And then when we come back from the break from talking to Patrick Everson, we'll find out what the heck has Ryan's wife so upset. With the queen and what's going on? We got to bring her on the phone. She loves the royal family. She loves the royal family. Pat, do you love the royal family? Are you distraught? Has that played into your handicapping in the line movement? Historical research on that monarchy. I'm not distraught, but I certainly (laughs) wish no. You know, harbor no ill will, and uh, certainly wish the best for uh, for the royal family. For the monarchy. And and well, look. It's remember. It's a. It's a. It. it, it, They have a. uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the term for their form of government. Parliamentary government. I mean, it's not. You know, the monarchy is a is a symbolic thing, and I know it me. You know, the the symbolism of it. I think uh, uh, has 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 England a Twitter, if you will. Um, but uh, I saw those people, you know, people lying in the streets uh, in, at night tonight in England for the for the for the royal hearse to roll by. But so I understand. I wish them nothing nothing uh, but the best oh and uh, condolences and all that. But on we go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Patrick, I'm going to be um, lying in the street. If I don't get some answers from you about this Patriots-Steelers game in this line, because what the heck is going on? Steelers last week shocked the world. They beat, of course, the Cincinnati Bengals. It was crazy. Patriots, on the other hand, uh, I don't know, stink and got just steamrolled by the Miami Dolphins. I have no faith in this Dolphins team. Or or that, uh, excuse me, that, um, what is it? Patriots Patriots team. team. I have no faith in that Patriots Patriots team. Right. The Patriots are favored. In the game, and it's a pick of minus 120, they're favored against the Steelers, and the total is 40 and a half, and they're in Pittsburgh. What can you tell me about this line? And and I just need to wrap my head around this. Please help me out. Well, I think it's a little wonky, but I think one thing that might help shed light on it, and it, was, and it may tie to some stuff that we talked, you know, maybe some foreshadowing here. I'm not exactly sure everything you're going to ask about tonight, but this may be a little foreshadowing to something else we talk about. But... Keep in mind, and this is what one odds maker went through with me on Sunday, late Sunday night phone call. We were going back and forth on text, and he's like, just call me. <laughs> so, so we call. This is like 11 o'clock conversation Pacific time, so really, really uh, middle of the night for, for the three of you. And he said, basically, in a nutshell, keep in mind, Cincinnati turned the ball over five times, mm-hmm. still, could, still could have won in regulation on an extra point, but they didn't have their proper long snapper and they blew that. Could have won it overtime on a field goal and blew that. So five turnovers, a missed extra point and a missed field goal. And yes, they were right there. You know, they were in overtime in a game where they had all these this myriad of things go wrong. Um, so to his point, He's like, I'm not going to ding the Bengals much in my power ratings. And I know we're talking about the Patriots and Steelers here, but I'm tying this back. I'll tie this back in a bow momentarily, Quentin. He's not going to ding the Bengals too much in the power ratings because that is such an unusual sequence of events. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen two weeks in a row. But he's also not going to go running to the Steelers' door because the Steelers managed to barely win in a game where they were g- given five turnovers, a missed extra point, and a missed field goal. So 
I think what the odds makers are saying is, look, we don't necessarily think the Bengals are as bad as they showed. We definitely don't think the Steelers are as, as good as they showed. And that probably explains the line. Now, that said, I'm looking at some current splits literally to the minute from, a, from a, one of the bigger odds makers in the country. And tickets and money are – tickets are three to one plus on the Steelers, and money is two to one plus on the Steelers early in the week. Mm. Wow! Yeah, that's crazy, Pat. I want to switch over smart to college. People is what they too. That's the the smart money is on them. I was, <laughs> could be. I got to go over to college really quickly because Scott Frost obviously canned, rightfully so. Uh, they probably waited too long to fire him. So Nebraska's at home. I get there's some home field advantage. Oklahoma going through a little bit of a rebuild with Dylan Gabriel, new coaching staff. But it opened up at 14. I was able to grab some of that. Now as we look here. On Tuesday night, down to 11.5. Nebraska, 11.5-point dogs. Uh, the total in that game, 66.5. What are you hearing in that game? Obviously, you know, Nebraska, they got an interim head coach right now. Um, but still, I was actually kind of surprised by that move. And do you see it going back up? Or where do you see that line maybe closing at? I think it probably goes back up. But, yes, this was a game that literally, like, Sunday night, Monday morning, sharp play on Nebraska. And one of the odds makers I spoke with about it said, 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 said yes, definitely sharp play. They opened 14, yeah. got bet down to 11.5 pretty quickly. Uh, early ticket count was still in favor of the Sooners, but the money was slightly at that time in favor of Nebraska. And he said, they mu- he said sharp play on Nebraska. They must feel really good about Scott Frost getting fired, apparently so, uh, with a move like that. But definitely the sharp, uh, sharp bettors were on the Huskers early in that game for a renewal of my old conference, the Big 8 and the Big 12 back in the day, uh, that, that should be a great game. And I'm looking at some, some updated numbers right now. And it's the public, you know, whatever public might be in this early, because the public generally doesn't come in until late. But uh, I, I see one odds maker's got it at 11 with tickets and money way heavy to Oklahoma. But to the point we just made, uh, some of the, it was some of that sharp money that came in early that helped knock that number down, no question. All right, Patrick, I need to know a couple of things. One, Miami versus Texas A&M. We're seeing that Haynes King is is just really not good at all. They lose to App State. Line moves from Texas A&M minus eight to minus five, uh, I think based on really that outcome. Um, What are you hearing about, if anything, in that game? But also, we talked about this earlier on the show, what are some bets that we should play now? Um, what are some bets that we should wait on in terms of just like the, the line movement is going to be very favorable in either direction? Right. And I'd be, I'd be taking a stab in the dark at that, but I can, I'll take a couple stabs with you. But uh, relative to the Miami-Texas A&M game, uh, you know, th- to your point, this is, this is one that I think you said there were some openers as high as minus eight. Uh, the odds maker I spoke with early in the week on this, they opened six and, and, and have seen it come down a little bit. And he said, no surprise after what happened to A&M last week, betters are piling up on Miami. It's one of the rare times that he expects we'll likely need A&M. And then, uh, you know, checking very current numbers, really good two-way on this game. One, one uh, major odds maker's got this at Miami or at Texas A&M five now, uh, mm-hmm. with, but with a lean toward Miami on the money, 59, uh, on the action, 59% of tickets, 54% of money. As far as a, a, a weight, I'll tell you what, a, a, a bet now, bet later. If you, you, know, you, you kind of like Oklahoma with that number down to 11, I think, at some spots, you might want a piece of that. I'm not sold on Nebraska. I mean, there's a reason yeah. Scott Frost got fired, um, you know, because that team's not good, and he may not be a very good coach. He's had a few years there. So uh, if, if, if you're thinking Oklahoma, I got a feeling – 
to to Ryan's point that 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 number may start to come back up. There may be a resistance point there. Um, as far as a uh, you know a weight, I'm not sure. I, I haven't looked that closely at college, but I know that you know I talked about this a couple of days ago with with uh, uh, with somebody, and I can't remember who. But oh, well, it was that out of the gate with that Kansas City line in the NFL going yeah. from three to three and a half for the Sunday night game. If you like the Chargers, I say sit tight and see if you uh, you know see where that see where that goes. See if uh, you know. Well, I'm seeing. I mean, there's like four and a half now. I mean, it's up quite a bit. So from the from the opening number of three, and I knew the public. I think I'm not that I'm, I'm not shocking the world by saying this, but everybody knew the public was going to come in on the Chiefs after the way they played in Week One, and uh, you know now you're seeing four and a half. And uh, I mean, if you like the Chargers, I, I don't know if you'll get beyond four and a half. I don't know if it, really five and five and a half are dead numbers. I don't think this gets to six. I think I would really be stunned by that. But um, hopefully you did wait until at least today and, and maybe even sit tight a little longer. Maybe you'll get a little more. Uh, Pat, the game I'm really interested in just went from three to two and a half today was the Saints at home. They beat Brady all four times in the regular season since he's been the quarterback in Tampa. That number's sitting there at two and a half. Do you see that bumping back up to three just because obviously the public loves Tom Brady, the pros love Tom, everybody loves Tom Brady. I love the Saints at home. Uh, grabbed the three, but now sitting there at two and a half, obviously you kind of missed the, the value, obviously getting the key number. You see that bumping back up, uh, Saints at home? I I think it might bump back up. And, uh, in, 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 uh, you know, every week I talk with John Murray, one of the more respected odds makers here in town on Sunday night. And, you know, he pointed off, he, he pointed out, he expects they're going to need the Saints because the public loves Tom Brady. Nice. Um, I, I think he's probably right. Well, he is right. I mean, there's no doubt the public loves Tom Brady. We didn't get the kind of scintillating performance we all expected on, you know, we, that was a big Sunday night game. I think everybody expected a much better game. We got a field goal festival, and it wasn't really that great. If you would have told me beforehand, Tampa scores 19 points, are you taking Dallas on the money line? The answer for me would have been yes, and I did take Dallas on the money line, and I lost. Um, so, the public is definitely going to be on this. I wouldn't be surprised to see this sneak back up to three. And I actually uh, kind of core, well, definitely completely related to this. I was going back and forth just a little bit earlier today uh, with a pretty sharp better who I, uh, who've been going back and forth with uh, throughout early, the early points of this season. And he really likes the saints. He liked him a plus three. Yeah. Um, obviously you mentioned two and a half. It goes back to three. He may go back in and, and take some more because he really likes the saints. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, really in the Saints money line over here, Patrick. Go big or go home. I got one more go. question for you before we let you go uh, about it here. Game that's had a bunch of line movement. It's Cincinnati taking on Dallas, of course. Cowboys yeah. were a two-and-a-half-point favorite on Sunday afternoon. Then, of course, Dak Prescott and that thumb go, you know, it just went. Now you got, who is it, Ryan, under center? Cooper, uh, Cooper. Cooper. What a rush. What a rush. Yeah. And now no they're, they're eight-point <laughs> underdogs to the Cincinnati Bengals. Can you t- take us through the line movement in this game, and could we expect even more moving forward? You might get some more, and I'll take you through it. So this opened like minus two, I think some Cowboys minus two, maybe even minus two and a half prior to Sunday night football. And you, 
I, I think what what happened there is, is they're not saying when it reopened Monday morning at most books, it was like seven, seven and a half. The oddsmakers are not saying necessarily that Prescott is worth nine points to the spread. That's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But wh- I went back and forth with Rex Byers on this. Rex Byers is a longtime respected oddsmaker. And he said, and that was the point I was making to you earlier. The Bengals had five turnovers and missed a field goal to win the game and missed an extra point to win in regulation. They should have won that game. So he didn't want to ding the, the, the Bengals much, but he did downgrade Dallas. Keep in mind, Prescott played most of the game, and that team got only a first-quarter field goal. Mm-hmm. So he thinks where that number should have opened pre-Sunday night football was pick em, which would make Prescott's loss worth about seven points or so to the wow. spread. Still a lot. Wow. Now, it, it is a lot. Yeah. And on top of that, to your guys' point, we're at eight now, and I'm looking at one major sports book literally to the minute. 86% of bets, 86% of money on the Bengals at eight. Mm-hmm. I had one odds maker through another odds maker tell me on Sunday night, just secondhand, but from one to another, and they're all trustworthy sources. He was honestly thinking of going like nine or 10 out of the gate Monday morning because sense. he knew it was going to be hard to get Cowboys money, and he's being proven right by how lopsided this game is Even already. Even us delusional Cowboys fans know we're not going to win that game. Man. What a big spread and what a great dude to come break it all down best. with us. Patrick Everson of Vegas Insider, senior reporter. Patrick, thank you so much for joining the show. We can't wait to talk to you soon.